What's up, Bravehearts community? This is Sean Heineman here with another segment of It's Scary to Remarry, wanting you to love fearlessly. Today, we have a special guest with us. And I know I get excited about a lot of episodes, but this one is so special and dear to me because uh, she's been you she's been youtubing for a long time she's been rocking with me since uh the first brand right and some of y'all know that i rebranded so this one is really special to me today's guest is a woman of faith she's a mom she's a pastor's wife and she's also a youtuber you can find her channel at so so blessed one and she'll give more of her information at the end of this segment and she is in the blessed place when you go to her channel. So you always going to be in the blessed place. So I love being in the blessed place because she drops so many Thank gems you. that I love uh, where she discusses faith, family, fashion, marriage, relationships and food. Bravehearts community, let's show some love to Deidre Hillary. How are you doing today? Hi, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And um, I just want to start out by saying, don't let my husband hear you call me by my maiden name, Deidre Hillary. Oh. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um, but it's Deidre Hillary Askew. Ask but you. I will say, it's Askew. But I will say I had to be married 13 years before I became Askew. <laughs> It only took 13 years for me to change my name. Now we're going on almost 17 years. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations to that. I've been uh, rocking with you for so long. It's definitely an honor for, to get back on with you uh, and to be rebranded and for us to still be connected and for you to still do what you do after all these years. So uh, I, I love that. 14 years. 14 years. On you YouTube. Do, on YouTube, right? Yeah. You did a video called Stop Preparing Them to Wife Someone Else. I came across this and I was stuck because I watched the whole video, watched it twice because there were so many gems. So that's when I said I needed to collaborate with you so we can do this. Awesome. And uh, it says, we are, uh, are you preparing him to marry someone else? So this is kind of like a part two-ish kind of thing. Okay. Uh, Deidre, let's jump into this. Do you think men desire marriage while in a relationship, although they're already getting the marriage benefits? Good question. I believe, yes, men desire marriage. Mm -hmm. um, however, when we give the man a, a marriage environment mm -hmm. or a marriage relationship, or we're already the marriage benefits, as you put it, then it lessens their um, desire to be married. You know, mm -hmm. we know we hear all those old adages of, you know, why buy the, <laughs> when you can get the, you know, so I don't want to offend anyone with those words, but, <laughs> but, you know, but the, but the meaning behind it is true that when we offer the marriage benefits uh, without the benefit of being married, then it lessens the man's desire to really want, you know, or motivation um, or inspiration to be married. So that, that's, that's the answer. But in general, I believe, yes, I, men want to be married. And I think a lot of times as women, we think that uh, men don't want to be married uh, because we're finding it hard to find those, um, those, those uh, men that you know, yeah. want to be married, right? We, we find it hard to believe that they want to be married, but I personally believe that men want to be married. And I know the experiences that I've had that I know many guys who tell me, I, you know, a lot, a lot of people call me first lady, you know, first lady, I want to be married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> first lady, I want to be married. And 
sometimes I'm surprised, you know, I've been surprised because I too thought a lot like, you know, most women, these men just want to play around. They don't want to be married. But the more I talk to guys and realize, wow, they do want to be married, but they are looking for a certain uh, kind of woman, certain kind of motivation to be married, et cetera. And I know we'll talk about that further, but to answer that question, yes, they want to be married, but we lessen their desire and motivation uh, for marriage when we give them the marriage benefits mm-hmm. before we get the benefit of being married. <laughs> mm, yeah, I love that. And that's true because, you know, I went through a divorce and I remarried because I knew that I still wanted to do this after right. bumping my head. You know, I had to learn after 15 years and then going through a divorce. But I still desired to be married. I, I didn't want to play the field. And I tell people that I tell singles that all the time. Like I didn't go and have a, a whole phase or whatever. You know, I didn't want to go and do all that. I was just like, I want to raise my daughter. And eventually I want to do this again. So I'm glad that you're debunking this myth like men don't right. want to do it. Because do you think women use that as a as a cop out sometimes? I think we we use it as to kind of soften the blow. Mm. of a, a, as an excuse you know that men don't want to be married and to me it softens the blow to our ego um because the reality is i haven't found a man that wants to marry me mm. <laughs> and I, so i think to generalize it and say these men just don't want to be married i think that softens the blow the blow to our hearts and our, to our ego but also too it takes the responsibility off us to do the work and to be and to, and int, and to introspection to really to to think about what is it why is it that I haven't found the one or he hasn't found me to want to be married and so it's easier just to make a blanket statement that these men just don't want to be married yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> now I I totally agree with you I'm glad that we're discussing this so we're just trying to help somebody tonight so ladies right. yes there are men that's willing to marry you. Right. And I'm glad that to hear that, like you say, even after being in a a long-term marriage, when you were out, you still had a desire. You could have easily said, no, that's not for me. I'm going to play the field. You know, I don't want to go through this or that, but you still had a desire to be married. And there are so many, I don't know if you've experienced it because I'm sure you have a lot more guy friends than I've been exposed to, but do you find, I'm sorry, I'm interviewing you now. (laughs) No, this this is what you do, right? You you a YouTuber. I'm <laughs> do you find that there are men, or you have guy friends or friends, a guy that you know of who do have a desire to be married? What's yes. your experience with that? Yes, I, I know guys. You know, and, and sometimes people be like, "You got a brother or you got a friend?" You know that whole thing. And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, but it has to be the one that's for you." Exactly. I, I think that's the biggest thing because just because he want to marry doesn't mean he might want to marry you exactly you know so it just depends on because just like you know with women they have certain things that they like in a man and stuff like that like you know i might like him but i don't think he's the man for me so i think that's where you have to know who is the right person for you that's custom design that god made for you exactly and you hit on such a, a an awesome point that some, quite often men and women mm-hmm. Uh, we think that a person does not want to be married or that our men don't want to be married or women don't want to be married because we haven't found the one for us. So we generalize that these men just don't want to be married. 
and yeah. you have to understand that you just have you, you just haven't come across the one that wanted to be married to you mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't mean that men don't want to be married or there's no good women out there who want to be married yep totally agree totally agree uh how how can a woman know if the man is willing to give as much as she is giving there's only one way for a woman to know if she is getting the same as she's giving and that's by his actions Mm. that actions speak louder than words but as women, we listen to those words. But there's only one way to know if a man is willing to give as much as she's willing to give. And that's by paying attention to his actions. Is there reciprocity, you know, in this in this relationship or in this in, in this time of dating? And that's how you're going to know if he's willing to give. Because if he's giving you his time, if he's giving you his energy, if he's getting giving you uh his you know, um, he's comforting you, if he's there for you. And that's the only way you're going to know. And you can't, you can't disregard what you're seeing mm. um, in hopes that one day or when, if I marry him, he will start giving. If I marry him, he will start doing this. He's going to do those things in the beginning that he's going to do in the end. And yes, we all learn, change, grow, evolve. Yes, mm-hmm. we all do that. But you could tell at the beginning if he's not giving to you in the dating time, then he's not going to be giving to you as a marriage partner. Yeah. And that's how, that's the only way, you know, to me, there is, that's of course my opinion, but there's no other way to know if a man is going to be willing to give to you or give to you as much as you give to him purely by his actions. Mm, yeah because you said something in the video that i was watching <laughs> you had me cracking up you talked about how uh, uh how do you know if a man is giving you his time or if he's with if he got like a side chick or a wife or something you said that he's like all in the camera like he's and you can't see any other background <laughs> exactly exactly it's like and like i said in the in the video you know my husband and i've been together you know seven, almost 17 years we have a great marriage but a woman knows if, if you're if you pay attention if you're not le- leading by your heart if you lead you know with your head so i knew when my husband was up in the camera like this i was like why is he in that camera like that yeah <laughs> and then i talked to him for a little bit and i hung up and then i said no this is not sitting well with me and so i called him back and i said why are you all up in the camera why what don't you want me to see and he's like oh i'm here with our son because our son was in town and they were yeah. having dinner yeah, and so this my son. I was like, "Oh, let, I said, let me speak with them." Who's <laughs> over? So my son got in the camera. Now my son's all in the camera. <laughs> but uh, but then I I said, "Oh, later on, I told him I know why you didn't want me to see because they had somebody else was there with my son having lunch, and they didn't want me to see that." Mm. <laughs> so mm. I'm just saying that you know, we have to lead with our head. Yeah, you know, this, there are things sometimes that just don't line up. And if this this man you're dating and those things don't line up, if you don't have access to him, you know, um, he's not freely giving you that time, uh, you know, you, you, you can't come to where he lives, you haven't met anybody in his family, you know, there are all kinds of signs, but you know, I know that's a whole nother video, so I don't want to get all sidetracked, but there, there's a whole lot of signs at that, but we leading with our heart. And, and 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 listening to all the things that he says 
and not paying attention to those actions. Like we were saying, it all goes back to action. Yeah. Yeah, because um, as I was just cracking over, you said that, but I was thinking when my wife and I dated, um, you know, when I remarried, uh, we, of course, we lived in two different states and we always had time for each other. Yeah. I mean, through text, because we have so many ways of communicating in this day and age. Yes. You know, so so, ways of communicating that there are no excuses. There's no excuses. No excuses. Right. So we were, and you know, we're on different time zones. You know, it was like you and I was on different time zones. We had to connect, right? Yes. And we talked. Hey, what time you taking your break? What time you gonna hit the road? All the, and, and we talked. Out of the six months we were separated and living in different states, there was one day that we didn't converse. Just one day, and that came from miscommunication. Right. Right. See there, no excuses. Uh, but Sean, why is it so hard for women to really understand and grasp that? Why, why is it so hard? I, I grapple with that. Why is it so hard for women to really understand that a man who cares for you, who's pursuing you, who wants a relationship with you is going to make time for you? There is nothing. Was there anything that got in the way of you communicating with Clarissa? No. Those six months? No. Work, was... family. Can, was there anything that got in the way? No, I made sure because that energy was reciprocal. Yes. You know. Exactly. Um, now what it is, that's a great question. Maybe somebody in the comments can help us out. But and, and it's a simple equation, right? I think it is that we're gonna, you know, you give me the energy, I give you the energy. We gotta both have a mutual understanding that I'm interested in you, you're interested in me. Exactly. Um, and if 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 it isn't like that, then why chase? I, I don't I don't know. Cause to me, there's no bigger turnoff than me trying to connect with you and you just always busy. To me, that's the turnoff. You know, I'm like getting the wrong message. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, you know, I have my opinions about it, but another I, video. <laughs> I would love to hear because we are here trying to help folks. Well, it's, it's, I know several reasons why we as women, you know, lead with our heart and find it hard to understand that if a man is don't have time for you, then he's not. He's just not that into you. I love that phrase. He's just not that into you, and and the reason we we do that or settle for that is no more biggest thing is loneliness mm. but when, when you're lonely and if you don't make a decision that regardless how lonely i get there are certain things i will not accept if you don't make that decision or that choice mm. to and stick by it then out of loneliness you allow those things to happen a lot self-esteem issues. Mm. If you have very poor self-esteem, then you're going to you're going to take um, crumbs. Yeah, you know you're yeah. going to take you're going to accept crumbs. So if he can only give me a couple of minutes a day, or only can call me at, at midnight, mm. those are crumbs. But your your self-esteem is so low at a point that I'll accept crumbs mm. because you don't even know or understand fully that you deserve more than that. Mm. You know, I know someone, I have a friend and, and she's 60, 61. And she said, I'm just learning. I'm just learning my worth. Wow. She said, I'm just learning that to not accept crumbs. Mm. And, but 
that that's basically what it, we don't know. We don't understand whose we are. Mm-hmm. We don't understand who we are, you know, and we don't understand that we deserve. And maybe a lot of things have happened in our lives or as we were growing up and developing that to make us feel like we don't deserve it. Yep. But you have to know that regardless, whatever happened in your life, you inherently deserve it. Yes. It's not hinged upon how you were raised, who told you you didn't deserve it, um, who who crushed you, what man told you that you are not worthy, your self-worth or anything should not be hinged on anything. You are inherently worthy and you're worthy to not accept crumbs. That's right. And that's, that's why we accept those things. Right. That's part, and maybe if you know some other reasons, but that's I think that's the primary reason. Mm, yeah, sad but true. I, I agree. I was I was listening to a therapist the other day, not my therapist, but I was listening to a therapist the other day and on a podcast, and she talked about when we struggle with low self esteem. A lot of times that come from or not loving ourselves because it's like, what is self love? What does self love look like? You know, and if we take a, a, a spiritual perspective, we know what that love looked like with Christ on the cross. But as far as just say your average listener, a lot of people struggle with self-esteem because the internal conversations they have with themselves, they never follow through. So say they like, I'm going to start eating healthy or I'm going to start like all these things we internalize and tell ourselves, but they never follow through. Right. So anything that you don't follow through with, it becomes a hit to your self-esteem because you can't if you can't be committed to you, then how can you be committed to somebody else? exactly yeah good stuff the therapist yeah right uh that was my little therapy session for a second (laughs) (laughs) therapy. (laughs) yeah right i I know that helped me i was like dang okay i see why i was struggling with self-esteem for so long um so why do you think so many women get deceived during the dating stage is that is that still kind of the same thing just accepting the crumbs kind of the same thing but also um it's because we're leading with our heart mm. and we we're leading with our heart and we should be leading with our, our head. Mm. You know? And, and, and I often said, and, and you might've heard me say it on my lives is that I understand why we lead with our heart because that's what God placed in us. Yeah. And it's placed in us for a reason. That's how we can nourish our family. That's how we can raise our babies. That's how we can be that soft place in a hard world for our men mm. because we, because we have that heart. Yeah. And that's, I feel like that's what draws men, you know, to us beyond the physical mm-hmm. is that we are, we have that heart that God has placed in us. It's a good thing to have. It's, yeah. it's, it's inherent in us, but just because you have that capacity, that deep, deep capacity of love mm-hmm. and forgiveness and, and nourishing it does not mean that you have to lead with that you have to lead with your with what god put in here also yeah and so you you have to remember to you know that you that to lead with that and to believe what he's showing you Mm -hmm. believe his deeds and not just you know what he says so that's why we're so easily deceived Mm -hmm. is because number one we're hungry my husband, we all want to be loved. Yes. So because we all want to be loved and because we, you know, God made us to want to be in communication and in commune with someone, uh, someone else. That's natural, Mm -hmm. but 
we are so easily um, taken with words. Yeah. And yeah. What, so, uh, so all a man has to say is, you know, they don't even say how you, well, how you doing anymore. They just, what, what is the H, H, Y, whatever. Oh, oh so, yeah. Yeah. What are they, how you doing? H, Y, D. You H-Y- know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or, yeah. Or what, what you doing? doing? W, Y, D. Or hello, beautiful HB, you know, it's like, and that's, it's like, that's the crumbs that I'm talking about. That's all we need. And we're just, we're just so deceived by those things and deceived by what we saw, what we saw as um, what a relationship is, Mm. you know, sometimes we haven't had good examples. So you think it's programming? Yeah, we haven't had, sometimes we haven't had good examples and sometimes we don't even see good examples. And sometimes we're not surrounding ourselves with people who can be positive examples in our life. Sometimes we're, we're surrounding ourselves with our ratchet friends who don't have nobody either. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so that's where we're so easy, we're so easily misled mm. uh, because we're, like I said, we're leading with the heart. You know, a guy says, that girl, you know, you know, you know, I like you, you know, I love you. And just because you say, he says, you know, I love you. Now as women, you know how you're feeling, not just women, but men too. You know what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not feeling loved. You know, you're not feeling adored. You know, you're not feeling like you're a priority, but yet you're easily misled because he's saying these sweet words or these, you know, he's saying all the things you want to hear, even mm. though, you know, you're not feeling it, mm. but because again, self-esteem issues or um, not having positive examples in your life or not wanting to be lonely um, for whatever reason, the, the plethora of reasons were easily misled by those words. Yeah. And, and, and like you said, because women, this was good you lead with your heart when it comes to your family you know because y'all are that soft place y'all are that calming place for us that I think maybe women don't know how to turn it off when it's time to date like you know it's just still like by default setting like I just love you like I love everybody (laughs) I love I love when you say that our default setting Mm -hmm. it's true that's our default setting and we don't know how to change the default Mm. and just in any anything just like anything else when you have a default okay, that's good. That's convenient. You don't have to always change the setting, but sometimes you have to change that default setting depends on what you're doing or what. So it's not going to always be the same setting. Mm -hmm. And I just love that. I love when you said that because it's okay that it's your default setting. Yes. But some certain scenarios and certain situations, you have to change that default. Mm. Yeah. 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 You can't use the same you can't use the same default for every setting. And especially when it comes to dating. Yeah, it's right. Default. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. So you go into dating, like you say, with the same default setting for every, for every person that you date, it's the same thing, you know, instead of maybe being guarded or changing those settings a little bit, you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because Love what you have to realize is if you kept the same default setting and the default didn't work, are you going to continue to use that same default? If you if, if you were trying to log into something and and, it, mm. and the default was there, but it never worked, the computer didn't work, or it didn't take you where you need to go, you gotta use what else God gave you too. 
and say, hmm, let me change the default. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Change the setting mm-hmm. in okay. order to access what it is you're trying to access. Right. Which is love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And the love that you desire and deserve. Mm, I love change that. the default, ladies. Change, change the, the default. Setting. That's a whole message for Sunday. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> I might just carry this on into my live tonight. <laughs> go ahead and use it. We we vibing. <laughs> I'll give you your props and your credit and tell them go on over the shop. <laughs> hey, I appreciate that. Uh, when a woman says she's lost a good man and wasn't ready, what does that mean? And are we really ever ready for a good man or woman? Because I heard you talk about that as well, how women say they felt like they missed out because they weren't ready. And I'm like, what does not ready mean? Uh, And what I take that to mean is sometimes we can either be young in age or just immature. We might have been, you know, a little older, a little bit more seasoned, but we we were not quite ready to understand what a good man is. Because some women, we don't know what a good man is. We've had no example of good. We we didn't have a father that was a good example. We didn't have an uncle that was a good. We didn't have a grandfather that was a good example uncles that that were good examples or maybe we know that one good example out of all the people that we know he was on tv right (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly so 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 we don't know sometimes we don't know what a good man is because Mm -hmm. and even in this day and age especially of, of internet and social media we have a skewed idea of what a good man is we think a good man wears the best clothes, got the abs, you know, that take all the right pictures and do all the right poses and got all the, you know, got all the money. And, and we don't know how this man is treating his woman or women, you know, yeah. behind the scenes. And so, and so this, we have such a skewed idea of what a good man is. And I've seen this so many times with just my experience over time of, you know, just being a friend or confidant or first lady, mm-hmm. um, that there have been good men who were at, who wanted good women. And I'm going to use one example. You know, of course, I wouldn't mention the name, but um, there, there's a young lady that I know and she, these, these guys, you know, the different guys that she, she's liked and one guy particular that she liked. But then here comes another guy raised by two-parent family, father is a good man, he's a, he's completed college, he's a man of God, you know, he's young, maybe 24, 25-ish, you know, he sees this young lady and he asks, you know, about her, you know, um, you know, maybe can I get her number, you know, ask about her, and this young lady says, oh, no, I'm talking to someone, oh, you know, and the person she's talking to doesn't give two hoots about her, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, what? You know, and so this things like that. It's like, you know, I, I understand that, you know, we want who we're attracted to. I mean, he's, he was an attractive young man, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I know to each her own what is considered attractive. But there wasn't anything that says, okay, I understand why she wouldn't want to talk to this guy. Mm-hmm. No, but she's so stuck on this guy who don't want her, not claiming her. And you got a young man who's from a two-parent family, you know, great great upbringing, smart, handsome, but, you know, he wasn't out there in the world. He wasn't a thug. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't saying all the wrong things. And, and that's just one case, but it happens like that where a lot of, we don't recognize what a good man is. Mm. And 
unfortunately, when we don't recognize we have a good man, or perhaps we started in a relationship with a good man, but to us, he was boring, or he, you know, he, he didn't argue, or yeah. he didn't fight your fire, or he did he didn't want to go to the clubs, you know, he didn't want to go to the clubs. And so the immaturity in us or the immaturity in the woman not recognizing this is a good man. I have a good man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and, that, and that's the thing, not recognizing. Um, but yes, I, I would say that you can be ready. You can be ready for, you know, you can, you can be a good man or a good woman and you can be ready for a good man you know, and a good woman. So I think that there, there are some people, even in their twenties, thirties that are ready Mm -hmm. for a good man. Mm -hmm. And I think there are men twenties and thirties who are ready for a good woman or for a good woman. So Mm -hmm. I think that yes, you can be at a certain stage, um, but you have to have a good understanding of what a good man is and what a good woman, woman is. Because if you don't, because it's just like with a man, Mm-hmm. If he doesn't recognize a good woman, and I, and I don't want it to seem like I'm just on the women. I have seen this too, where men have had good women. Yeah. I mean, women who love the <clears throat> Lord, who's, who's right there, you know, to help him and uplift him. And, and she's wholesome and she's, and she's, you know, she's smart. She's intelligent. She has um, income, you know, and, but nope, he saw some, he saw somebody on Facebook or social media yeah. who, you know, who was dressed the nines and bodycon and fine and, you know, and, and, and that's, and hey, they, ain't nothing wrong with fine, holy, fine and holy. You know what I mean? <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Right. Ain't nothing wrong with looking good and, you know, and being a good woman. Mm-hmm. But sometimes though, the men are after women who have don't have much up here, but her body banging. Yeah. So because so we both miss it. Sometimes women and men, we miss what is a good man and what is a good woman because we're looking at what social media. Uh, we're looking at the the physical. You know, we're looking at physical aspects. And like I said again, I always say we all want somebody who we are physically attracted to. Yeah, of course. But sometimes, though, we have a real skewed idea of what attraction is, you know, mm-hmm. um, or what what a good woman. We we equate if you're 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 fine or a certain look, you're a good man, and if you you know a certain look that I'm not so attracted to, you're not a good man mm-hmm. or a woman, or vice versa. And so many men and women have lost out on a beautiful love, yes, because they have a social media view of what relationships are supposed to be mm. what it's supposed to look like what your mate's supposed to look like yeah yeah think about how many people yeah like you said has actually missed out you know because somebody and, and like i understand attraction is is you know because you everybody like what they like exactly but you have to think at the end of the day what really matters you know if i got sick you know is your is is your body gonna help me you know <laughs> you being you know yeah. got a big old butt is that gonna help me when i'm sick in the hospital yeah. Exactly. And I use myself as a good example that, of course, now I met my husband years ago, 30 something years ago um, at a club on the dance floor. I probably weighed half, I weighed half of what I weigh now. <laughs> but when he approached me, he approached me at the club and I was not attracted to him because he was short mm. and stocky, you know, mm. um, and I, I, I'm 6'2". 
And my dream was to have somebody about 6'5", because I love heels, and I still to this day love heels. So, you know, I'm going to be about 6'4", six, 6'5", six, on any given day with some heels on. <laughs> so, my, you know, my, my perfect man was tall and slim with size 30, 31 waist, you know, 28, 29 waist. You know. But then he, he approached me and wanted to dance. And my first thought, mm he's short. Yeah. That's the, my first thought. Mm-hmm. But then I said, okay, I'll dance. We danced. Went and talked, talked about two hours on the uh, right after the dance floor. Mm. Fast friendships from there. Of course, it was 20 years later, but married 20 years later. But what I'm saying is, and then when we married 20 years later, I'm about 100 pounds bigger than I was when my husband first met me. Yeah. But to him, you know, I'm still that same beautiful girl that he saw, you know, across the dance floor. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But what I'm saying is, by the time my husband marries me 20 years later, no, I'm not the same woman that he was attracted to. I'm not the same physically mm-hmm, that he was right. attracted to 20 years prior. Mm-hmm. He's not the same, you know, and he's, like I say, shorter than me. My husband, he want to be 5'10", y'all. He want to be 5'10". When he says he's 5'10", I'm 6'2". You know, but that's where I like to use that example for women to say, I could have loved lost out on the love of my life he could have lost out on the love of his life if we were just focusing in on that physical you know so that's why i I, you know i encourage women and men yes i understand that we all should be and want to be attracted to our mate but open up your mind as to your perception of what's attractive What's attractive to me? My husband was in there washing the dishes one day. I said, oh, baby, you look so sexy standing there washing them dishes. <laughs> so you got to open to your mind more so, you know, what is attractive? It's attractive to have a woman that's got your back. It's so attractive to have a woman who's not going to spend up all the money on just self, self, self. It's attractive to have a man who goes to work or brings in an income. Um, it's attractive to have a man who honors you and respects you. You know, so you got to look at what your idea of attractiveness is because just physical, the body, that's yeah. only a certain percentage of it. And after a while, all this body is going back to the dust. That's right. And I both were getting out of bed and he, his knees was hurting and my back was hurting. And we just looked at each other and bust out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> and we were both trying to get to the bathroom. And I was like, okay, you go to that bathroom. I go to this one. And we bust out laughing because, hey, the body's going back to the dust. You know, but the love, love is everlasting. That's right. I I like that because I was going to ask you about that, too, because that I hear from a lot of women, too, that they just refuse to settle. And like you said, I get I understand the attraction, but because some women like I could because like you said, with you being taller, I've mostly tall women like tall men. Yes. You know, but because you looked past that, because some women will argue I know he's short. I don't care. I've but, heard, and I know women who mm-hmm. say, I don't care. God can bless me with everything I want in a man that's 6'4". And yes, yeah. very true. Yeah. Very true. And I know a lot of times, you know, especially if you're spiritual, you think you say, um, he, God will give me the desires of my heart. Mm-hmm. And hey, if he's, and he can be, and my desires, he's got, you know, six figures, six, four, you know, and this. And true, true enough. And you may be waiting a lot longer than you might have would have waited, 
or sometimes the or sometimes God has to change the desires of your heart in order to give you what he has for you. Mm. So yes, he can give you the desires of your heart or and he will give you the desires of your heart. But sometimes God has to change your desires because the <laughs> desires of my heart was a man at least 6'4". <laughs> And, and a little slimmer because my husband, like I say, even though I met him 30 some years ago, he was, he was smaller than, but you know, he was, he's broad and, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, you know, I was thinking I was going to give me tall drink of water, <laughs> tall, dark drink of water. It's like, he's about my complexion. I want him to be black, 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 black. <laughs> You'll see never white teeth. That's what I like. <laughs> but that's not what I got. Right. You know? And so, but God changed the desires of my heart mm-hmm. to match who he had for me. And then, and then the attraction was there initially because he was handsome, yeah. but the attraction grew because mm-hmm. my attraction was not about how he, just how he looked. My mm-hmm. attraction grew because he adores me mm-hmm. because of how he treats me because mm-hmm. of his generosity. Yeah. And you know, now he's, he's, he, 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 he looked just as good as anybody else to me or better. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Because y'all got that internal love. It's it's exactly. deeper than just the physical. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. That is so good. Yeah. So ladies, just consider, you know, just because me. I hear a lot of times how this, you know, because women say men get to men get to uh choose what they want, you know, and it's like we I believe we all kind of compromise to a degree. Yes. You know, yes. You, I believe to, I do believe to a degree. Yeah. It, to me, it just comes down to what do you desire most? Do you desire a, a, a loving mate, a partner uh, who's, you know, going to, you know, be there with you, for you, grow older with you and y'all build together? Or do you prefer to hold out to all those physical, financial things? And there's nothing wrong with holding out. Right. But as opposed to building at age 30, maybe 40, you might be building, you might get somebody in retirement. <laughs> you might, be, you know, and so not to say it, it won't happen or it right. can't happen for you. But at how long are you going to, how long will it be before you, you know, you miss your, you, you miss your blessing or how long will it be before your blessing come around? Because mm-hmm. something, you know, we can stall. We can stall our own blessings. Yep. That's just like, even when it's not relationship, just certain things in our life. Um, it may happen for us in a, years down the line, mm-hmm. but we, but it was, we blocked it. Yep. We blocked out our blessing or we held up our own blessings. Mm-hmm. Wrestling. You know, we know there's a story, biblical story, yep. you know, where the blessing was being held up because there was a fight. Mm. And so sometimes we holding up and blocking our own blessing because there's that fight. Mm. I, I want him to be this and I want him to be that. And like, okay, you may get it, but then you holding up the blessing because you won't let go and let God, mm. you know, fighting. But it's, but it's, it's, it's your prerogative. That's right. Yeah. How long you, how long you want to wait? And I've heard women say, I'll wait. And mm. that's, that's good too. Yeah. Yeah, that's good too. you know, but to me, waiting should be for certain principles. You know, I was 38 when I got married. Mm. I got 38, but I was waiting on certain principles. I wasn't waiting on a certain look. Mm. And so Big it's difference. okay to wait. It's your prerogative to wait. And if you want to, but wait for certain principles. Yes. And, but not waiting for a certain look. Mm. 
I love that. Yeah. Yeah, because um, there was something I was going to say about that, uh, about the weight. Oh, yeah, because when you look at everything, say, from a pie chart perspective, if you look at statistics, um, the average man is probably like five foot eight, maybe the average man. You know, so if you want somebody that's six, three, the chances of you running into somebody six, three, it takes a lot of the pie chart away. It takes maybe, you know, 70 percent of men. So when you take away the ones that are incarcerated, you take away the ones that are already married, you take away the ones who uh, don't desire a woman. Yep. Your pie chart is just getting smaller. And then now, now you're looking for the ones within that the six over six feet. The out of the whole chart, the, the pool of men you're looking for is in there. Yep. Yep. And you so weigh out of location. Up, like I said, you gotta open up that pie chart. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, you want somebody that got abs and somebody that's that's that makes six figures. By the time you're done, you ain't getting none of the pie. You got a sliver, <laughs> sliver of hope. <laughs> I don't even know if sliver is enough. Nah. Barely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah. I, I said I say that when when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you'll say, God, bring me who you have for me. <laughs> Be it unto me, Lord. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but a lot of times we ain't sick and tired. We're not sick and tired enough. That's true. That's true. Last question. Uh Great conversation. What do you think hinders men from becoming husbands? You know, because you got guys that they play the field all day, you know, because in order to be marriage material, you at least want to be married. Right. Exactly. I said what hinders men from becoming husbands. Um, hope the women don't get mad at me, but us women <laughs> we hinder the men from becoming her from wanting to become husbands because of the way the energy and the vibe that you know that we put out mm. um a man wants for the most part i believe most mature men yes. mature men we're not talking about grown boys right. but most mature men want to be married mm-hmm. and what prevents them from wanting to become husbands is how they feel that that marriage is going to go, how they, it's that it's whether that woman is going to be controlling, she's too much energy. It's too much um, responsibility on, it's too much responsibility on me to make her happy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. It's, feeling as if I got to be responsible for her joy, responsible for her happiness, responsible for her self-esteem, you know, um, and we put too much responsibility on a man for our, for our emotions, for our happiness. And, you know, we used to call marriage, you know, like an institution, marriage is an institution. And I always say this, that a man doesn't want to feel like he's institutionalized. <laughs> and I feel like that's what he sees in marriage. Like I'm going to be institutionalized. Mm. It's binding. It's like, I feel like I'm going to be in a jacket. You know, yeah. one of them jackets. Yeah. Straight jacket. And I think when a man meets a woman who makes him feel free mm. or thinks he's going to be free 
with her. And I don't mean free to, I don't mean free to cheat. Right, of course. Free to have sister wives. (laughs) I don't mean free. I don't mean free in that aspect. Right. But free emotionally. Um, This woman is going to uplift me. She's going to encourage me, but she's going to be a partner. Mm -hmm. Um, We're going to do this thing together. I'm not responsible for her. And she's not trying to be responsible for me. We run men away by trying to be responsible for them. Mm. And we don't know that because we think we're being loving and nurturing. And a, yeah. But a man don't want a woman to be responsible for him. Like I said, I'm not talking about grown boys. Grown boys, I mean, grown men who are yeah. grown boys, mm-hmm. they'll let you be responsible for them. Yeah. But to me, a man, a mature man, he doesn't want this woman responsible for him. And he doesn't want, he understands his responsibilities in a relationship. He understands his responsibilities to cover, responsibility to provide. He were, but he don't want to feel like he's responsible for you and all your emotions and all of your, and, and everything that comes with that. He don't want to be responsible in making you be a woman. Yeah. He wants the woman to be, he wants that woman as a, you know, in a partnership. I don't want to be responsible for making you a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to be responsible for that. Yeah. So, you know, I thought I was marrying a woman. I don't want mm. to have to make a woman or build a woman, mm. you know, and I, and I, and I, I'm, I want to marry a wife, a woman who is a wife. Yeah. Mm. So a lot of times we, as women, we hinder men from wanting to become husbands because like I said, a man doesn't want to be in an institution. He wants to be in a partnership. And so if, he feels like being in this marriage is going to be like being in an institution, like I'm locked up, locked down. Yeah. Then, but if he meets a woman that says, wow, she doesn't make me feel locked down, locked up. Um, I'm free to be me. I'm free not to walk on eggshells. I'm not, I'm free not to have to worry about stepping on. Um, I, I don't have to build her up to, you know, it's like we can we build each other up, yes. yeah. But you know, I don't know if you, I don't know if you, you know, you've seen that or or experienced that, or other men have talked about that. But he has to expend so much energy building her up. I've been and, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we hinder, I, I, we hinder, we hinder men from wanting to be husbands. Mm, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, this might go viral. You might catch heat for this. <laughs> And we're gonna have some people mad. We have some people mad at me, but that's okay. They're gonna be that's, in the comment section after they see this. One. And this is the thing: it's always single mad women who say, "Why we got to do this? Yeah. Why we got to change? Why we got to?" Because God has built us that men need us. God says, yes, "God has." Do. God had them created Adam and gave him everything. And there was still one thing missing. There was still one thing missing that Adam needed. And it was a woman. Yep. And so God has built, it's been like that from the beginning of time. That's why God has, but we don't realize that. Mm. We don't realize that, that this is what God has placed in. This is what God has given. He's placed in us for you all. Yes. And so, and so we are the ones who, I don't want to use that word, not, does not control, but we're the ones who are instrumental. And, and exactly. 
And so we're, we're all, you know, sometimes single women sometimes have the toughest time getting them to have a mind change because they say, why we have to do this? Why we have to do this? Why we, why do I have to make him feel this way? Or what? Yeah. It's reciprocal. Believe me, if you make him feel that way, you're going to get what you want. And if you're not getting what you want, move on. He's not the one. That's right. He's not the one, but mm. but you're going to eventually come in. You're going to eventually connect with the one that what you give him, you're going to give get back major. Easy, easy, yeah. So yeah, yeah if you, if you are being, uh, you know, you want to move on, and that's cool. But just know when you go back to that pie chart, you're gonna have that little sliver hole. <laughs> little sliver, very. Sl- I mean, less than a sliver. <laughs> less than a sliver (laughs) yeah because we're taking away all of our you know all of our options by you know telling god what we want yeah what if what just what if we listened and said god give me who you want Mm. and and mean it with all sincerity Mm. but we so busy telling god what we want we i want him to be tall dark handsome six figure this that you know i want all of this thing and what about listening to what god wants to give us yeah i want a man with no kids and he are he you you in your 30s talking about you want a man with no kids exactly exactly he's gonna come with some stuff yeah right yeah you got your stuff he's got his stuff Mm -hmm. as long as he but long as he is showing you that He's wanting to learn, change, grow, and he wants to partner with you and grow mm-hmm. with you and learn with you and change with you. And it's reciprocal. Yes. And you can't worry about all the, the stuff that was on your list. Yes. Amen. Because I will say that one thing I really um, enjoyed about my wife was, you know, she was, she was there, like the energy was reciprocal. Yes, you know I'm saying we had to mutual interest and, and always wanting to have those conversations. <clears throat> and that's why I was like, you know what? I like her energy because for, for, for people who chase people, I, I don't know if, if people are attracted to that. Like the chase. No, they're okay. not. Okay. They're okay. not. Mm. No, I would say now as women, let me put it this way. As women, we are attracted to the chase if the chase doesn't cross over into thirstiness. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But as far as men, to me, men are not attracted to the chase. Yeah. They're yeah. not attracted to women chasing them. Yeah. It, it, that true. may last a week or so, but after that, yeah. he's not attracted to the chase. Mm, yeah. Women, I would say we're more attracted to the chase as mm. long as the chase doesn't become creepy out of bounds or you know you're like you're real thirsty <laughs> but men but what i tell women though men are not attracted to your your thirst and they're not attracted to your the chase yeah. as a matter of fact not only are you they're not attracted you're repelling them mm. you know they, they they lose interest they lose yeah. interest if you're doing too much chasing because now you're starting to be like institutionalized again. Mm, locking them, yeah, trying yeah. to lock them down. And y'all ain't yeah, you're trying to lock, you trying to lock me down. And that's why a lot of men don't seem to want to be married because, like, again, I said seem to want to be married is because 
they don't want to be locked down. And when I say that, I don't mean that they want to um, date all these other women, uh, but it's like you're restricting my freedom. I got to explain to you everything minute by minute where I was, what I was doing, why, why I called you back 10 minutes later than I said, or, you know, it's now I feel locked down and locked in and it's institutionalized. I, I'm not free um, to, to, to express myself. I'm not free to, uh, you know, just to be me. Yeah. Because yeah. we're trying to make you, we're trying to make you into the man we want to marry. <laughs> mm, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's why it's important to know your attachment style too. You know, are you an avoidant? Are you secure? Uh, are you anxious? You know, because if you're anxious type, you're always going to be trying to text. What you doing? Where you at? You know, you're just anxious. You're always worried about everything, you know, so you need to know your attachment style. Uh, yeah, that whole thing. Exactly. So Exactly. Huh. Deidre, yeah, this you meet somebody with the same <laughs> uh, same attachment style and that's cool with them yep that's cool yeah but if you meet someone with a, if, uh, with a different type of attachment style mm -hmm. you're running them the other way yes yeah. Deidre, <laughs> this has been uh, a wonderful uh episode of it's scary to remarry and this topic of trying to help our sisters out um and even for brothers i think this is important for men as well so they can kind of get a vantage point kind of see uh you know what the things that women go through because uh, i'm sure it's not easy for women to try to find somebody who you know compatible I i'm sure it got to be tough out here but i do i do want to uh acknowledge you for uh being married uh 20 years over 20 years no, no, I've um, been I've been knowing my husband thirty, I've been knowing him thirty years, but thirty five years, right? Mm -hmm. But no, um, April will be seventeen years of marriage. April, April 17. seventeen years. Okay, well, I I, I want to acknowledge you for going on seventeen years of marriage and uh, fighting the good fight of faith and building people up and staying consistent through the YouTube channel. You have helped me uh, time and time again watching your content, so I want to acknowledge you for that. And just stay in the course and uh, just want to acknowledge you for your wisdom uh, and just for helping out society and culture. I think people need to hear more from you, even though I know you're dropping content all the time, but I wish we could give you a bullhorn. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. So you can continue Thank to drop them gems because there's so many dysfunctional channels out here that we need voices like you that's out here. So I want to acknowledge you for those things. So continue to uh, do what you're doing. Any closing comments before we get out of here? Thank you for this opportunity. Um, one thing I want to say before I close is because I know I'm hard. Sometimes I'm hard on the women, but like I say, hard, but the it's the tough love yes. because yes. I really love and respect women, mm -hmm. and I think we're so awesome. And God has just you know made us. We're just we're just beautiful. You know we're 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 awesome. We're beautiful, and. There's so much in us. We've got so much love to give. And when we give that love, it's beneficial. It's beneficial to men. You know, it's beneficial yeah. to our children. It's beneficial. So I, I know I'm a little tough, you know, on the ladies, but it's all out of love of um, because I want you to have the love that you deserve, have the love that you desire, um, to be able to give all the love that you have that you can give it to someone who will appreciate it mm -hmm. and who will will reciprocate, you know, at, in the relationship. And that's just my heart desire, just to uplift women and to let them know because a lot of women don't know. 
that they are awesome, that they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that they uh, deserve the love that they desire in their hearts and they don't have to just take the crumbs. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to say that. I also, you know, just invite you that you can find me over at So So Bless One on uh, the platforms of YouTube um, and TikTok and um, where IG. IG is the main place. I, I do I do a few little TikToks here and there, but um, over on Instagram, so so bless one, and here on YouTube. So I invite you to be a part of the blessed place. Check us out, um, especially Monday night, nine thirty Eastern Standard Time. I have live, and so I'm going to be doing a live tonight, and where we um, talk about all things love, dating, relationship, and marriage. Yeah. So thank you, yeah. Sean, so much for this um, for this opportunity to come before your audience and to collab with you. It's always a pleasure. I really enjoyed it. And you always have great questions and great uh, conversations. So thank you. Yes, no problem. Brave Hearts community, you heard it here first. Make sure you go connect with Deidre. Like I said, I, I've been connected to her for years, uh, even after rebranding, still had to follow her because I'm like, I got to get some wisdom. I got to get some more help out here in these streets. (laughs) So, uh, and also make sure the podcast, if you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you leave a a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you don't, can't watch it on YouTube, uh, leave a rating and review there. I would love to hear what you have to say about this episode and make sure that you share this with a friend or family, someone who might need this. This is Sean Heineman at It's Scary to Remarry, wanting you to love fearlessly with special guests. Deidre Hillary, ask you. Deidre Hillary, ask you. Deidre Hillary, ask you. Brave Forest community, take care.